0: link. But asynchronous days are days where children are actually learning from home, but they're not learning at the same time. So they're not in sync with their uh, teacher. So it's a little different than the distance learning. So teachers have sent home some packets and the the children uh, are completing those along the schedule uh, with their parents or whoever else is helping them with those days. And we've added about three or four of those to January and February. We're going to have a lot of four-day weeks coming up uh, which will give us a little bit longer um, to make sure that we're we're prepared for the next day or the next round, we are watching the numbers we're watching uh, what 's going on in our city, but right now our plan is to return to school on January fifth, which is the day that we 've already have established um, but again we 're watching those numbers, and um, we will return to school with some children who have uh, the parents have decided that they will be doing distance learning for the next nine weeks. Uh, some are coming back into the classroom. So every nine weeks we offer that opportunity for parents to make a decision whether they want their children in the school building learning or if they're going to have their children doing virtual learning. But like I said, <clears throat> excuse me, virtual learning is not for everyone because it really does require that parent involvement. So if you're working, you know, full-time, it's just hard, and we understand that. So we're trying to leave options open for parents, but at the same time, we are charged with, you know, giving children an education. So our teachers have done a great job. Our support staff has done a great job. Everybody from our maintenance crews to our transportation and custodial to food services, just everyone who's worked together, which I don't think you can ask for much better than that.
1: Lisa Trail joining us, and we're speaking on Murfreesboro City Schools. And we had a couple of listener questions pop up, and I just wanted to clear this up. Uh, we're talking K through six. Is that that right, Lisa? That's correct.
0: It's actually pre yeah, okay, K through six, but yes. Okay. We had a right
1: couple of questions pop up uh regarding um maybe high school and and middle school age uh questions but um so for murfreesboro city schools things are are mainly on track we're 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 pretty on course is what we were expecting how has uh the the, and i think the answer kind of question kind of answers itself because you mentioned things are on on pace but how have some of the uh, cleaning regiments and the sanitation and some of those things gone i know the janitors and teachers and students and everybody's kind of pulling in to make this thing work but how is that side of the uh side of the coin looked?
0: Uh, it's actually gone pretty much as planned. Um, you know, our custodians do a good job. We've had the correct cleaning products, which has made a big difference. Uh, we have the 24 hour products. Um, I have to say that our students, one of the things we were most concerned about when we were talking in August was if a five year old could wear a mask all day. And the answer is yes. It's actually not even bothering them. Um, every I shouldn't say not bothering them, but they're really, really good at doing it. And um, our teachers have different zones in their uh, rooms where, you know, if you just need a mask break, you just walk over, give yourself a little mask break, and then come back in. But overall, they've done a really good job of keeping their mask on and trying as much as possible to social distance. It's, It's not always possible. We are staying within the bubbles of a classroom versus doing a lot of moving around in our schools, even eating breakfast and lunch in the classroom. And... So it's it's working. It's it's working. It's not perfect, but it's working.
1: And as far as eating and, uh, you know, the lunchroom looks a little different. You mentioned a lot of the kids eating in the classroom and food being brought to them. But how has that played out? Have there been any hiccups, anything that you guys maybe had to adjust on the fly, or has that worked out pretty well also?
0: I think the entire year has been adjusting on the fly. So, <laughs> uh, But I think that our staff have been really Good about doing so. Like, okay, this didn't work exactly the way we thought it would, but let's let's rethink it. Um, let's not get too caught up in absolute details, and let's go with some flexibility. And that's the reason I think that it's worked well. Is it works one way at one school and at a different school, maybe there's a different way they need to be doing it. And we have been uh, really blessed with a bunch of administrators that have been able to talk openly about what's going right and what's going wrong, and how we can improve. So I think it's just as important to look and say, okay, what went wrong? Is what went right? So that we can improve going into the 2021 school um, or calendar year, I guess. So um, overall, it's been it's been tough, but it's it's we've had we, it's happened, and I don't think that um, we could have planned for it any better. We do have uh, computers that are available for those distance learners now, so we did start the school year without a lot of extra computers. Uh, thanks to the city of Murfreesboro and several, uh, uh, the city schools foundation, the La Roche foundation. I'm going to forget some people here that helped us get computers in our schools, and that made a big, big difference. And it will make a big difference as we complete the school year. And I do before I forget, because I know I have limited time. I do want to point out that uh, Discovery School applications are open right now. Um, So if you have a child who is going to be five years old before August 15th of 2021 and you are wanting to uh, apply for Discovery School, those applications are open through, I think it's the first week in January. So don't let Christmas sneak up on you and don't let all the COVID sneak up on you and not get your application in because that is a school that um, you do have to apply for and children do have to actually test into. Uh, we've had a couple of Zoom meetings with parents trying to answer questions. Uh, we have some links on the website for Discovery School as well as city schools uh, that talk about Discovery School and kind of walk you through uh, in the teachers and, and the children's eyes. Because typically we're having open houses and inviting folks in, and we're just we just can't do that this year. So um, again, that deadline is the 8th of january so that's right after we get back into school Um, and we want if you want if you think your child is ready for discovery school if you want to look at discovery school i just don't want that to be forgotten because of christmas holidays and uh, covid
1: so january 8th is the time to sign up for the deadline and students return on the 5th
0: right but the january 8th is for next year
1: it's gotcha, for gotcha.
0: students going wanting to apply for the 2021-2022 school year, and it's for kindergarten through sixth grade. So you don't have to just be a kindergartner to apply to Discovery. That's typically where we have the most uh, openings because we open, you know, we have sixty openings. Second grade, you may have one or two, or somebody has moved, so they're <laughs> opening up a spot. But you can apply from kindergarten through eighth grade. But kindergarten is what people typically think about.
1: Wonderful. Lisa Trail, our guest this morning, we're talking about Murfreesboro City Schools. Lisa, I had a question for you. Uh, just a few minutes ago, you mentioned between staff and administrators, you guys have talked amongst yourself, and I'm sure you've, you've talked with other school districts and said, what's working, what's not working, here's what we see. And for anybody that's ever had a job where you're working with people, service industry, anything like that, uh, there's often good ways and bad ways for, in this case, maybe parents and, and students, Um, to give criticism or give their thoughts and kind of let you guys know where they're at. Um, I would hope that all the parents are are on board with, you know, hey, everybody's doing everything they can do to make this work. And, you know, like I said, to start the show, you guys are doing a wonderful job. But for a parent out there who maybe just has an idea, has a thought, uh, wants to get that thought in the right hands and in the right mind, do, would, they, would you guys recommend them calling you, emailing, things like that, just if it's something helpful that they've seen or an idea they might have um, as compared to maybe leaving a message or, or not not getting that information out at all?
0: Emailing is probably the easiest way, especially all of us have our emails on our phone. Um, so email, you can email me directly, and um, it's trail at cityschools.net. Also, if you're if they're in a school, like they have a child in school already, they need to, we have a program that's called Class Dojo. So they can dojo their teacher or their principal. And so it depends on where they're coming from. If they're talking about something on a grade level or a school level, they really need to talk to their teacher or principal first. If it's something they're seeing maybe from another district or they've heard about that they think would be a great opportunity, then just email me. And that's probably the easiest way to do it. Um, you know, they can always call, but we are on holiday break, so like I'll be in some days, but not all days, because I'm taking a few vacation days, just like everyone else is. Um, but right now, email's great, and, or their dojo account, and all parents know what the dojo are, <laughs> accounts are.
1: And I would say in the same breath, uh, kind words, encouragement, and just saying, you know what, you guys are doing an awesome job, and thank you for everything you're doing, I think could go a long ways. And, um, you know, especially this time when everybody's kind of going through this on the first try, everybody's, you know, just coming up on almost a year of dealing with COVID, and, you know, we're all kind of learning on the fly. So, Lisa. Yeah,
0: and I hope we never have to do this again. I hope that this is the last time we ever have to face a pandemic in our school district.
1: Well, and if I go to the website, I can see one of the first things on the website is is a slideshow of different kids smiling and uh, having those kids in the classroom and having the everybody in full attendance. And, and that is, you know, something I know that teachers and administrators kind of live off of, you know, seeing those kids smile and seeing them ever. You get that, that attachment and that relationship, and um, that can kind of push you through the school year. And this year it's just been maybe not quite that same uh, that same speed, but. Well, Lisa, thank you so much uh, for your time this morning. Any final thoughts before we let you go? And just wanted to wish you guys a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays, and uh, thank you again for everything you're doing.
0: Well, thank you, Nick. I appreciate it. I appreciate all the stuff that WGNS has been able to help us with this year as far as just communicating with our parents and our community. I think we do a good job communicating with our parents, but sometimes the community doesn't get that same information because we're directing it from a parent perspective. But we appreciate you, and um, no, thank you for everything. Uh, just remind everyone to stay abreast of the website so you know if anything's going to be changing. And um, we just appreciate our parents and all that they've done with us this year.
1: All righty, ladies and gentlemen. Lisa Trail, thank you, and uh, have a wonderful rest of your uh, week. We'll uh, talk to you. We'll see you next year. <laughs> all right. Bye-bye. Uh, all right. Thank you. Alrighty, guys. Well, I'll tell you what. There is not a better group of folks in our community who are uh, working to make this work and get the kids in school and keep them in school. We had a lot of uh, people voicing their opinions at the beginning of the year. Kids need to be in the classroom. Or at least learning, um, and that's that's what they've done. And uh, you know, for first time around, I think they've they've done a pretty darn good job. So, thank you, Lisa, for your time this morning, and thank you, Murfreesboro City Schools and our uh, other schools in and around the area, not discluding even MTSU, who we caught up with this morning on the Action Line. We're going to take a quick time out. We'll be right back at the top of the hour, and uh, more on the way. We got Clark Howard and Dave Ramsey getting ready to take over the airwaves for the midday. So keep it right here. You are listening to News Radio WGNs.